So welcome to Common Rooms Perfect 10 series. Um, if you've listened to us before, you know that it's a series of 10-minute conversations with DevRel and community experts live on Twitter spaces, and we focus them on one topic each. So that way they can feel like consumable bits of information that hopefully inspire you to build or think in new ways when you're building your communities. I'm Rebecca, the head of community at Common Room, which is a community intelligence platform that helps you build better products, deepen relationships, and grow faster. You can hang out with more than 750 community leaders in our Uncommon community Slack, which you can find out more about at commonroom.io slash uncommon. Anyway, enough about me. I am super excited to welcome today's guest, someone who made it their goal to do more public speaking this year, which is a delightful intersection with one of our goals, which is to give more public and visible platforms to people doing excellent work in community. So really excited to introduce Max Pete, who is a community and customer support leader at Superhigh. Hey, Max, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, this is, it was so cool to like put that out on the Twitter universe and to you reach out for this event. I'm glad the Twitter universe sometimes I think adds uh, great connections. And, uh, and then we get experience. Now we're here today on Spaces. Um, yes. Before we dive in, what is Superhigh? And then we'll dive into Superhigh's community and the why behind your work. But um, to give people a little bit of context, what is Superhigh? Yeah, so Superhigh is an online uh, creative education uh, platform. So we have courses ranging from learning how to like plan and design code your first website to Shopify development, project management, uh, intro to UI and UX design. Um, and we're you know always working on like new new courses um, throughout the year. Um, I imagine that you're connecting people like both globally and distributedly across many cultures and time zones. And so thank you for your work because um, that probably presents a lot of different angles and perspectives that you constantly have to be considering. Yeah, yeah. We're, um, I think, in 91 different countries um, in terms of where I uh, have taken the course. Um, yeah, all over the, the globe, uh, the community does not stop so it's just uh from you know uh, it's 24 hours a day basically just based on where people live um but it's but it's a lot of fun um yeah well thank you again that's amazing uh we wanted to dive into the community and your work in it and something that you and i had talked about right is that um there's a lot of intentionality around building community and then building community for like the specific goals that people are trying to reach and um yours is based on education and so i'm wondering how uh, the needs of your community members inspired what you built? And if you could tell us about some of those programs or ways that you've brought people together based on addressing what you're hearing from super high customers and community members. Yeah. So like funny enough, like what actually introduced me to super high was I took one of their courses about four years ago, um, which allowed me to jump into like freelance website design. Um, and one of the reasons why I really loved uh, this program versus other programs that I was like researching was that there was a whole community aspect of it. Like uh, the, the motto of Super High is like learning together. And so it, it, but beyond just like having the teacher, you know, instruct like the student of, of what to do, there's a whole community of people helping each other, helping each other grow through learning and, and sharing resources and, you know, sh showcasing the projects that you're working on. Um, and so all of our like initiatives and events and programming that we do is around like that sharing that common knowledge um, and helping, you know, support each other on their creative journeys. Um, so yeah, I mean, like we have a couple reoccurring events right now that are happening programs um, such as like accountability clubs. Um, we have them, based on different time zones and they're all community run right now, which is really cool. So uh, 
actual students in the community are like setting this up, running them on a, on a weekly basis. Um, and we are launching a new series next uh, week for an AMA series where we're going to be interviewing students from our community, um, showcasing their creative journey, like what they've been working on, all the cool projects that, projects that they have been working on and allowing our community to, you know, ask some questions, advice, insight, um, and to, you know, any, any help from what they've learned. Ooh, okay. I hope it's okay if I dive into a couple of these. One, exciting. I'm looking forward to your AMA. I know it's really, it takes a ton of effort to launch a new programmer series, but first accountability clubs, one, um, Great choice. And you said they're all community run. And so I think this might actually be a thread to pull for a, a lot of community leaders where they're like, hey, I really want to empower people who are active in my community to extend you know, to their networks and to other people in the super high space what they need. But then there's all sorts of things that we often need to prepare community members with in order to like, you know, have those like those productive and generative discussions. And so I'm wondering if there are ways where you, like, do you have onboarding preparation for them? Are there certain assets that you send them or certain ways that you help them connect to however they need to run these accountability clubs? Yeah, so um, when they, when these clubs first started, they were run by like the super high staff. So, you know, it's just kind of, it's just getting like the, the footing off the ground and seeing like if this is actually something that the students want. Um, and then noticing that like, we would see a lot of recurring uh, students who would show up week after week and really express interest in, in wanting to potentially um, own and, you know, run an initiative like this. And so after seeing that, it's, you know, we were able to get in touch with them, kind of help support on anything that they needed in terms of, you know, like promoting the event of, of where they're hosting it. Um, you know, like we currently had one today, earlier today. So every Friday we have a session called study hall, um, which is, you know, you nice. show up with, work that you have to do or if it's you know through coursework or any other that you're working on um and so you know we have a community member who runs that and then i help with like creating like the playlist for that um the, the hour that we cover together um so we have some like, music to listen to like while we're getting some work done um but and then yeah just you know showing up to like make sure that they feel supported along the way but then like you said to give them the autonomy to run with an idea that um you know, they, that they want to do, because I think at the end of the day, it takes so much less like pressure off of the community manager's uh, plate if we don't have to be solely responsible for making sure all these events are like running and then we're the ones that are actually executing them. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's um, a blissful type goal, right, is this idea to be able to help or if people love the community and you love the community back, like how do you empower them to scale behind an internal team? Cause there's no way that one person can serve 2000 as well as, you know, a hundred fans being able to serve the student and like exponentially yes. growing like that. Um, well, let's talk about your upcoming AMAs uh, that you're going to launch. Uh, I think in terms of like backend stuff that community manager might do, right. It's, they might be asking like, Hey, how do you choose who you want to highlight first in these AMAs? And how are you finding the right synergies between um, people to offer, you know, that advice or ask those questions or have that, um, that type of outlook that you'd, how are you deciding to kick this off or, or how are you deciding who is best to help kick this off first? Yeah. So I'm still like relatively new in the company that I started about uh, a little over a month ago. Um, Woo! So I really, yeah. So I really leaned on like the team, the super high team uh, that has, has been there for a while to like ask for insights and 
in who, you know, they would like to see to host an AMA. I mean, you know, we have close to 10,000 members in our community. So we have a ton of people and it's really hard to, you know, narrow it down. Um, but, you know, we just kind of got together and was like, okay, we think that these people would be awesome to, to at least kickstart the AMA to see if this is a series that our students find, you know, value and, and that we want to continue um, having it run. Um, and then just starting from there. Because, uh, yeah, I think sometimes if, if you focus too much on who's going to be the perfect person and, and is everyone going to be okay for this and it's just going to take way too, it's just never going to get off the ground. And so we just have to come with like a, just like, I just get some opinions. We kind of come down with like a narrow of, of a list and then we just kind of start and, and we kind of scale as needed. Um, but we launched, we told the community that we're going to be doing this uh, this week. Um, and we like launched a newsletter around it. We promoted it on our social media. I, I promoted it in our community itself. Um, we created a whole new channel around it too, because I didn't want the questions or anything to get lost in the current space of what's happening. Um, so honestly, that was one of the more trickier parts was, was figuring out like a method to, to doing this um, in terms of where to host it in our community. Um, but once we got that figured out, um, I'm, I'm excited to see it actually launch next week. Yeah, that's amazing. It's always like, oh, oh okay, we'll launch this thing. And you're like, oh, and there's like step one and step 1A and step 1B. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So before I open this up to questions, uh, I just wanted to ask, and, you know, happy one month-ish. Super exciting. Thank you. When you look at it and you look at the next 11 months, um, where's one spot that you hope to see the community grow this year or how you hope to grow with it or alongside it? Yeah, I mean, um, I definitely want to continue launching new events and initiatives, uh, community-run initiatives uh, this year. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, we're going to be, you know, launching some cool stuff. I don't know if you've seen recently, like we launched this whole initiative around student um, super high uh, basic income. Um, so basically it was cool. an application process where uh, community members and non-community members could apply to um, essentially get like a, a grant of uh, $6,000 um, with a free MacBook Air and a free year of super high unlimited. Um, and you know, we got over 22,000 applications. So we're currently in the judging process where we have judges that are um, narrowing it down to 100 and then noting off of the 100 people and we'll announce the winners in middle of February. Um, but more initiatives like that, like more like cool things that we can do to help the creative community um, really succeed where they need to. Yeah, wow. Thank you for helping increase um, like equity and advancement for all sorts of builders um, around the world. Yeah. Well, Max, yes. where can people find you on Twitter? How should they find you? Um, my username Give us is your Max. Handle. Yeah, it's, it's Max underscore Pete, P-E-T-E. Um, on Instagram, uh, my handle is one hand Wonderman. Um, pretty active on both platforms. Uh, and yeah, happy to chat. Always happy to chat about community management, community related things. Um, so feel free to shoot me a message. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on The Perfect 10. Um, yes. As Common Room, we're super excited to, like, doubly excited that we have shared goals here um, in terms of you wanting to practice public speaking and us wanting to give people a platform. So it's been such a lovely way to spend the first half of a little lunch hour. And yeah. um, I can't wait to talk to you soon. Cool. Thank you so much for having me.